from the Alex Trebek stage at Sony Picture Studios, this is Inside Jeopardy. Ah, thank you, Johnny. Just what I needed on a rainy morning in Los Angeles, the dulcet tones of your axe. Welcome to a very special bonus episode of Inside Jeopardy. I'm Michael Davies here with producer Sarah Foss, who's across the country in New York City. We are celebrating Jeopardy's 59th birthday. Happy Jeopardy, everyone. Yes, happy Jeopardy from a sunny New York City, I have to say. We have a lot in store for you today to help us all celebrate course, as we mentioned on Monday's pod, even if you've taken the anytime test within the past year, today only, you can take it again. Once again, we're going to be donating money to support pancreatic cancer research at Stand Up to Cancer, something very important to all of us here at Jeopardy. So for the first 10,000 people who take the test, Jeopardy will donate $5.90. So there is no better time to go to Jeopardy.com. Take the anytime test. Who knows, Michael, one of these people listening could be our next great Jeopardy! champion. Yeah, when we did this last year, we not only raised an enormous amount of money for pancreatic cancer research, but we also yielded some great contestants on Jeopardy! this season. Okay, later this evening on Jeopardy! Jeopardy's 59th, we're going to be screening Alex Trebek's first ever episode of Jeopardy! Sometimes it's called the first ever episode, sometimes the pilot, sometimes those two things can be quite similar. It's from 1984. Be sure to head to our YouTube at 6pm Pacific to watch along with all of us. I know I'm going to be watching along, but now the reason why we are here in the podcast studio by Coastally, Sarah, we do have a very special announcement to share with all of you today. Oh, yes. It would not be Jeopardy without a Michael Davies big announcement. I don't only make big announcements on Jeopardy, Sarah. I like a big announcement every day. I like keeping everybody on their toes. But Uh, we couldn't celebrate without an announcement to go along with the festivities. You're right. Regular listeners of this podcast, of course, know that we've been teasing the expansion of our postseason. I think I must have said, I don't really use the word postseason without talking expansion thereof. Of course, the first official Jeopardy postseason happened at the beginning of this season, season 39, which culminated in that epic tournament of champions and that epic final between Amy Schneider, Andrew He, and Sam Buttrey. Okay, we're going to have another tournament of champions next season, but we don't yet know how many players are going to be competing. We're going to touch on that later. What we do know is that we will be following that same finals format, the best of seven first to three, which played out so beautifully, but there's more. Oh, there's more. We can announce today that we are bringing back Second Chance. We all love the debut of that competition last fall. The difference now for our contestants this season is that they are aware that a second chance exists. So for those who play a great game, but maybe don't become a Jeopardy champion, they now know there's a possibility for them to return and compete again. A lot of great competition already this season. It's going to be hard to pick who makes it. Yeah, and because people know there's a second chance, there's also been a lot of lobbying already. But we don't mind. No one's disqualified for lobbying. So we're bringing back Tournament of Champions with the same finals format. We are bringing back second chance. This doesn't sound like much of an announcement. So this is the announcement. We are introducing a brand new competition to Jeopardy's postseason, and that is the Champions Wildcard. Now, what is Champions Wildcard? Well, it's going to fill the vacuum between Second Chance and the TOC, meaning that last time, if you were really good but didn't win, 
you had a chance to come back on second chance. And if you'd won last year, the qualification was four consecutive games or more, you got into the TOC. But how about all the people who won three episodes or two episodes or one episode? In a TOC, I believe a tournament of champions, every champion should get a chance to compete. So now second chance will feed into the champions wildcard tournament. So those second chance winners will feed into the champions wildcard and the winners from that will then feed into the TOC. This will be the new structure of our postseason. We think it's going to take around 10 weeks. So from the moment we return in September for season 40, we're going to go straight into the postseason, starting with second chance, then into champions wildcard and concluding with the tournament of champions. And then the regular season 40 which will compete for next year's Tournament of Champions and Champions Wildcard and Second Chance will start after that. This means every single one of our champions from Season 39, whether they won one game, two game, three games, and beyond, everyone is returning to the Alex Trebek stage to compete in the postseason. We don't know if it's in Champions Wildcard or TOC, and some of you could still get the call for Second Chance. This means you're going to see some of your favorites, like... Martha Bath, you know, she originally won in 1972 with Art Fleming. She came back and won early in season 39. She's coming back. Lloyd C., who defeated Ray Lalonde. He's a two-game winner, but he's coming back. Andy Terrell, who took out Chris Panulo, but only won one game. He's coming back. Erin Portman, I can't forget her. She had those incredible question mark and exclamation point earrings. She's coming back. It's going to be so good. Yeah, well, we say we're going to be seeing them. We should point out we're going to be inviting them. We don't know. Nobody's accepted yet because this is the first time I imagine everybody's hearing about it. We do hope that every champion, single day, two day, uh, three day returns for Champions Wildcard and for our expanded postseason. Yeah. And so I think what makes this so great is that now when you're watching for the rest of the season and you see that player who you fall in love with, but maybe they just win one game, don't worry. We hope it's not going to be the last time that you will see them. They will be invited back for our postseason to compete in the all-new Champions Wildcard. Yeah, we already have an incredible field shaping up for the Tournament of Champions. If we include our four-day champions, Sarah, which we did last season, we've got a total of nine of them. Uh, so nine TOC qualifiers so far. That's Chris Panulo, Ray Lalonde, Stephen Webb, Troy Meyer, Luigi de Guzman, David Sibley, Matthew Marcus, our high school reunion tournament champion, Justin Bolson, and Ike Barinholtz, the first celebrity Jeopardy champion to compete in the tournament of champions. It's all very exciting. Yes, and we really now have to wait until the conclusion of season 39 to see where things stand. How many additional qualifying contestants will we have for the TOC? Will the three-day champions qualify automatically? If so, how many? Yeah. What will the numbers look like for champions wildcard and second chance? It's going to be a very eventful off-season this year as we prepare for our new epic postseason. And we should say that one of the luxuries of Jeopardy is that we make 46 weeks of original episodes every year. That's way more weeks than... I think any other show makes in syndication. Certainly our stablemate Wheel of Fortune makes a, a few weeks less. I'm pretty sure that's the same over at Family Feud and the, and, and the other game shows. So we have 46 weeks of originals. Even with 10 weeks of an expanded postseason, that still leaves us 36 weeks of episodes to, you know, find 
contestants for the next postseason. We have talked about introducing the Jeopardy Invitational Tournament. I have talked about alternating year to year between college and a high school tournament. But So even if those tournaments take somewhere between four to six weeks, that still leaves us with at least 30 weeks every single season. You know, that's uh, 150 episodes of regular Virginia Jeopardy. <laughs> so um, I think that in the balance, and you know, you've heard me say before, Jeopardy is a sport. Our balance between regular season and postseason is still pretty healthy. It's pretty much uh, on par with what happens in Major League Sports. In fact, I think our balance is a, is a little bit more to the regular season. But we're going to have plenty of opportunities. So get out there, take the anytime test, and find your own way to the Alex Trebek stage. Yes, because as you've said, you want to see the best players on the stage playing Jeopardy. And this postseason, it really allows for that. Absolutely. Factors ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. When my schedule gets busy, it's nice to have pre-prepared, chef-created, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to my door. With over 35 different options a week to choose from and over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons, make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy with Factor. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Head to factormeals.com slash Jeopardy50 and use code Jeopardy50 to get 50% off. That's code Jeopardy50 at factormeals.com slash Jeopardy50 to get 50% off. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed with mushrooms? No. Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. We have more exciting news. It was announced earlier in the week that Sony Music Entertainment and something else are bringing you a brand new podcast. Little confusion, but this podcast is called This Is Jeopardy, the story of America's favorite quiz show. And it's being hosted by our wonderful Inside Jeopardy co-host, Buzzy Cohen. Now, what makes this different? This is going to be a deep dive into the history of Jeopardy. And you can actually listen to the trailer now, wherever you get your podcasts. I love this podcast. It's a project I've been working on since I started on the show. I've listened to each of the completed episodes. I really, really love it. Very different in style to this. You know, less announcements, uh, Sarah. Uh, more music. Not of the Johnny Gilbert guitar variety. But very insightful. Very, very put together. We really hope you enjoy it too. The series is launching on April 26th. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss it. I think the wonderful thing about this podcast is that even if you are a diehard Jeopardy fan, you're going to learn something by listening to it. Even I have learned things, and I think that's a pretty cool thing after 22 years on the show. So can't wait for that to drop. Okay, I think that covers everything, Sarah. We made all of our announcements, uh, all of our scheduled announcements. I was trying to think of another one to just throw out there in the middle of it all. You let me doubt. You usually throw a curveball at all of our podcasts. Yeah, let me check my notes. We hope everyone has a very happy Jeopardy. We're going to be back on Monday to discuss this week's exciting games. We'll see you all then. Happy Jeopardy! Happy Jeopardy!